so I come to you tonight with this very late episode. Just sort of getting my shit ready for tomorrow. I'll be, uh, head to the Ann Arbor Hash Bash. Be there filming if any of you are in the Ann Arbor area, which I don't. I don't know, maybe that one, uh, one Russian guy who likes me will be there. I'd love to meet him. Boris. Now, uh, I had a couple conversations with some brainlets at work. The absolute deeds I work with. So this lady asked me, She's like, what about Trump did you like? And I was like, do I like? Because there ain't much about him that's changed. I still kind of like the guy. Anyway. I told her about like, the weak and love movies and shit. Every step of the way. It was just the most asinine shit. And I'm serious, too. Talking about the Keystone Pipeline. She had no idea about it. And then I mentioned Pipeline 5, which carries, which carries, uh, carries propane, largely. Oh shit, what's up? What up? Not too much, bro. How are you? Pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. Downstairs, chill. I could hear you. I thought I was going to be bop down there. Mm -hmm. I was uh, about to... Right. One of my coworkers fucking knocked their energy When did you get over here? Probably about uh, 10 minutes ago. Right, right. I heard you come in. Right. What's these? Ah, uh, hemp cigarettes. Oh, yeah. That's gonna Listen to you. You always smoking that, man. Hey, hemp's good for you, comparatively. I know, compared to tobacco. To tobacco. 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 Hey, man, should I used to smoke that? I ain't smoked an actual cigarette in like a month, though. I haven't bought a pack in like a year. Oh, for sure. Hey, I bought a pack of some of this Death Star. You want some? Only y'all could smell it at home. Uh, and I mentioned to, uh, because they asked me, like, how can I be a conservative? I tried to tell them that I'm not. Yeah, I got some Death Star over here if you want some. Some Death Star? Yeah. No, you don't. Let me spell. Never heard of that. I'm gonna just smoke a cigarette real quick. But? Yes, sir. Grind this up with this pack. You coming to Hash Bash tomorrow? Hell yeah, I'm Bet. You know what time? Mm -hmm. Yeah, do what time? John wants to head out of here? But, uh, yeah, this, uh, core, she was like, how can you be a conservative? I try to tell her that I'm not. I've never really been one. For years, I probably operated as, like, a, a rhino. And that's just because I wasn't informed about what was going on in politics, you know. About the second term of the Obama administration, I kind of tapped out. And just quit giving a shit. Then, you know, Trump got in by a year, and I started paying attention again. And here we are. But I told her, I was like, nah, I find myself leaning a little bit more, you know, anarchist. I, I think... Government is what divides us too much. And then she proceeded to tell me, she's like, oh, so you just want violence on the street? And I listened to her talk about what she thought anarchy was. And all I can think is, does this bitch think anarchy and Antifa are the same fucking people? Or does this gooby bitch realize that the NAP only exists because of anarchists? If you know what the NAP is, she thought it was a government body. Goofiness. The NAP stands for the non-aggression principle. Basically, you don't fuck around, you won't find out. And FAFO is basically the same thing as the NAP. Don't give us any issue to fight back, and we won't fight you. 
kind of a stay in your lane policy, if anything. You get it. And this chick refused to believe it. And she talked about how uh, anarchists fly Gadsden flags. And it was hard not to laugh at this chick. Because, like, do you really fucking think libertarians are anarchists? Anarchists, like, if they were a family tree, right, you'd have, like, libertarians are like that cool pot-smoking uncle. Anarchists are that, is that, like, that one cousin who occasionally comes to Thanksgiving dinner? You don't talk to them too much. You know, everybody seems to know them pretty well. They're pretty friendly to talk to. But then you're like, hey, here's a controversial issue. And they hit you with an answer that you're not prepared for. It's like, yeah, no, fuck the cops. Good people, but you know, all they are are criminals, so we should probably wipe them out and replace them with a small militia group. And then they're like, oh, it wasn't, I was expecting either yay cop or no cop, but now you're like, replace them, shit. You know what I mean? People don't really know how to react to this. I find it kind of funny, actually. I, I enjoy, like, the, uh, I won't say mystique. And I'm not really an anarchist. I just find myself super sympathetic. And on paper, it's probably not a political ideology I agree with more than orthodox anarchism. I find myself liking that a lot better. But I mean, today with any political thing, it's like genders. There's a billion of them. Almost all but three are made up. That's right, I said three. Male, female, and intersex. I mean, I was gonna roll, I was gonna pack up, but if you wanna roll, you can. Right. I got some shit I can throw in on a roll. Yeah, I don't feel like something. Hey, you wanna hear some goofy shit my coworker said tonight? She thought, we were talking tonight, and she was like, How can you, you were little, she asked me why, like, why I like Trump a little bit at work. Right. She's like, How can you let somebody who's friends with the head of the KKK and all these for these? Those are actually pretty good, man. These ones? Yeah, those are the ones I got from, like, uh, I got a lot of bill. Right, these look like you got these on some, per uh, some promo shit. Yeah, man, they had that, uh, that state or whatever they had. They had, like, some brand that was, like, S-T-K-A, so, like, skate or stick. It's one of them. Right. Okay. But what were you saying? Oh, shit. Sorry about that. Yeah. I get that coin. I know why key. you do that. Yeah. yeah. But no, this coworker, she was like, how can you like Trump when he's literally friends with the head of the KKK? And I was like, you've seen that picture of Biden at a Klan rally, right? right? Like, you've seen this picture. And I showed it to her, she was like, that's photoshopped. I'm like, it's photoshopped on C-SPAN? Right, on C-SPAN? You think... How can that... How can... You think C-SPAN would lie about televising something like that? No, that was the only place that doesn't bullshit. They that just stick don't a, bullshit. They just stick a camera in the See, room and piss right. off. Right. See, C-SPAN's so real, I don't even watch them all the time. <laughs> I wish I got the channel. I listen to the radio a lot. C-SPAN radio? I listen to, um, what is it? Um, um, BBC every now and then. Ah, you're listening to BBC World News. I listen to them every now and then. Everybody else, I don't know. Everybody else listens to fucking NPR and. I gave up on them. Oh, dude. Because it's just too much talking. Their music's okay. Yeah, they, they do music, it, but when they do, yeah. You're just that one old bitch talking. They're listening to NPR. I know. Tonight on the Infinity Channel. I know. 
I would listen to them when I'm fucking going to bed sometimes. <laughs> Just get bored and sleep. Get bored and sleep, right. I'd be like, let me put it on NPR. <laughs> My eyes are definitely closed to this. That's why I do with country music. <laughs> right. Just put that shit on to fall asleep. Right. See, but it's like that when you got power, man. If you got power, anybody will do whatever they any anybody will do whatever you say, regardless of what they represent. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you got two types of people in the world. You got people who either start. You got people who start things, and people who become part of started things. Right. Right. Some people are the heart. Some people are the veins. I put every terrorist group in that category. If you a clan, you with Al Qaeda to me. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> and 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 you know what's funny? They're like, oh, well, we're fighting them, but you know, but you're still a terrorist group, though. If you're in the clan, you're still considered a terrorist group, <clears throat> big time. Honestly, I'll even put like. I put You're not Proud Boys in that group too. Huh? I kind of put Proud Boys. Like, I know they're real pro Trump type, but I kind of put them in the terrorist group a little bit myself. Did I roll this the wrong way? I think I did, yo. Wait, no, I didn't. No, you didn't. I was going to say because it came out in that way. You would never do that, bro. I hope not. I hope not. Either way, that's rolled better than I ever could freehand. I always got to use a roller. <laughs> A roller is just more neater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's this? You know, I don't know. I fuck with it. Oh, this might be, uh... I fuck with it real hard. This might be Beastie Boys. That might be the Beastie Boys. My Zodiac side of Scorpio. I like third base, too. What about, uh... Get the gas face? Yeah. Or that. That's the shit. <gasps> Pretty much all the Beastie Boys are the shit. You know, you got... You no, uh, that's third favorite. base. Uh, the gas face? That's third base. You said oh. Intergalactic? Yeah, Intergalactic. I've, I've heard of them. No, no, that's the uh, Beastie Boys song. Intergalactic planetary. Oh, right. Okay. I know I've heard it. All right. This is done. This is done. This is done. Down and Hunter must have crashed out quick. I mean, I heard them. They came home and then, um, fucking, um, they was up here for a minute and then they dipped. I heard them. I heard John moving around a little bit. I heard somebody upstairs, but probably. Then they went right back to bed. Who's this? <laughs> so we should be leaving. <laughs> so we should be getting ready to leave for a hash bash here in a little while. Everybody's in good spirits. We just got back from a round of disc. Packing up a little something, drinking a twisted tea. I'm zero sleep because nothing goes better with no sleep than a depressant. I'm podcasting. It's the future, homie. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. 
That's why I said I'm mean, you're talking to myself, so don't mind me. Actually, like, a good 20 minutes of this podcast is just me and Corey shooting the shit. Because he walked, like, up here mid, mid-recording. So I just kind of rolled with it. Ugh. I broke a fucking disc throwing it, too, because it hit the sidewalk really fucking hard and just... You know, now that I'm thinking about it, this right here is kind of awkward, like, recording a podcast, like, with people, like, in the same room listening to you, but they're not being part of it. It's really, like, the same thing as when people make TikToks in public. Yeah, they just stand there while we're filming themselves, doing stupid shit. Ah. I mean, it was kind of fun. Uh, this is like a, two days after Hash Bash. Because I forgot I was recording this episode and left it on my computer. Uh, it was alright. Uh, highlighted something I never really thought about before. There is a massive age gap between me and my siblings. I, I mean, I knew it was there before, right? Like, of, of course, they're older than I am. My oldest brother's 42 and the youngest before me is about to turn 30. And I'm 8 years behind him. So, you know. Fuck, 7 years now. But, uh, brother I went to Hash Bash with, you know, he's in his late 30s. There's basically a damn near 20-year age difference between us. It really highlighted, because my version of Hash Bash, you know, it's what he kept calling touristy. I mean, what he wanted to do is fine. I would have been down to do it any day of the week that's not fucking Hash Bash. But I was kind of a miserable... Eh, look, I'm getting ahead of myself. So, my version of Hash Bash is I like to go into downtown Ann Arbor right to like the main gatherings there's like four places on campus where people gather they gather like uh, over by the Diag they gather around the clock tower and the people who don't know you about this campus this is fucking chicken scratch I'm really worth your time listening uh, the syndicate you know you got these areas all over Ann Arbor people gang up and, and they smoke pot together cops are kind of walk around can't do shit they close off a couple streets People bring out tables and shit, and they sell pot merch, bongs, pipes, shirts, hats, hoodies, beanies. There was a hat I didn't get a chance to buy. I saw a bunch of people wearing it, and it, it was a red hat. It said, Make America Toke Again. And I wanted to fucking buy that. I love my MAGA parody hats. Like, you know, I got my Make Politicians Afraid Again hat. I got my uh, uh, Make make the Homies Chill Again. I got different versions of that hat. I uh, want one that says "Make American Anarchy Great Again," so it's a it's still a MAGA hat, but it's like a MAGA hat, M A A G A. Anyway, that's my version of hash bash. You know, it's a bunch of townies, and I'm not a townie, but like the only time I like Ann Arbor townies is when they're all just in a good mood, smoking joint together in public, and that's that's fun. Uh, you know, I'm sure to that audience I got that's like 28 to 35 in that range y'all are probably listening to that some of y'all are like oh fuck yeah some of y'all are like nah, maybe a couple of years ago well I am in that couple of years ago you old fuck you know I wanted to hang out with other college kids I want to get fucked up in the streets and then go into work I worked that day I went out I got high as shit not where I wanted to and I didn't really get that high you know I'm thinking about it my hash bag my brother said let's go to the ARB I don't know Ann Arbor very well. I'm not a townie. I'm from 
a little ghetto ass city whose name starts with D that you probably have heard of, no matter what state you live in that's in Michigan. You know, the D. Dick. Now, I, you know, I don't, I love Ann Arbor. It's a pretty city. I hate most of the people, but that's a fun once a year, April 4th kind of thing for, or April 20th kind of thing, you know, for 20. But they did it super early this year. Um, no, the Arb apparently isn't, like, downtown somewhere. I, I thought that's where the Arb was. No, the Arb is, like, Ann Arbor Resource and some other bullshit. Arbs. Ann Arbor Resource and bullshit. It's basically, like, a five-mile up and down the side of Steep Hill nature walk. My brother my and his best friend slash my brother from another mother... Corey, the dude who was in that first part of the episode, who I was doing the shit with, talking about Death Star and whatnot with, he's cool, he's about my brother's age too, actually, they went to Boy Scouts and elementary school together and all that shit, like, they're real close, and when I say brother from, from another mother, I mean, literally, this guy's basically my brother, I thought we were actually related until I found out two white parents don't make a black kid, unless some real, uh, unloyal shit was happening, but... You know, and they thought it was fun. They wanted to go. So I was like, fuck yeah, let's go to the Arb. We pull up about a couple miles, like a mile or two outside of downtown because nobody wants to park, like pay for parking. So we start walking through the woods. And I'm thinking like, all right, this might be a shortcut. You know, these two know Ann Arbor pretty well. We get like two hours in and then I'm, I'm starting to realize, oh no. This is the Arb. I'm in the Arb. And I didn't realize the Arb was dense fucking woods. Mind you, I was wearing denim jeans, a denim coat with a backpack with my work shit in it. Because I was expecting to walk around the city, maybe rent a couple of them electric scooters, and just real millennial that shit. But no. I go on a fucking nature walk, and my legs aren't sore, I'm not chafed, I was just annoyed to shit, and I'm trying to do a real bitch. You know, because I'm looking at my clock, we didn't leave when I wanted to, we left like two hours later than we were going to originally... I had been up all night. I had, I had, you know, by the time we got there, I only had like three hours to actually enjoy Hash Bash. And here we are, fucking two and a half hours on this fucking nature trip. My brother's like, this is Hash Bash. This is what real people do at Hash Bash. And all I can think is, no, it's fucking not. Man, people need to quit texting me. There's people texting me that I'm purposely not responding to. And I've told them I'm not trying to talk to them. And they're still hitting me up. Anyway. So, you know, they were having a great time. My nephew's there, which I kind of should have picked up on, right? My brother's not going to bring my nephew to Hash Bash. The kid's at 13. Mind you, 13's when I started smoking weed, but my brother's probably not like that. I say probably, because I can totally still see him. Part of me sees him totally being like, you want to smoke this shit? But why wait till you're 15 to smoke your first time, right? And the other part of me sees him being like, no, not at all, not my kid. But... You know, my nephew, he loves nature, he loves that shit. I do too, just not on fucking Hash Bash. Not the one day of the year where I can actually tolerate the cunts who live in fucking Ann Arbor. The only time I can tolerate them is when they're all at Hash Bash high as shit, actually being fun. Not politically divisive and trying to sell you bullshit for their bullshit crystal religion. Ugh, but no. Here we are on the fucking nature trail, no other songers in sight. And me and Corey, the only people who actually brought weed, and, like, Corey basically smoked all of his weed. So, like, 
an hour in, we're all basically out of weed. Except for what I got in my backpack, but I'm mad. I'm like, I'm just gonna save this right before I right before I go into work, and then I'm gonna smoke this shit. And I did. I got like a half hour to run around the city before I had to go into work, and I didn't get to enjoy the most of it. I was a whiny bitch because they kept saying, you know, shit like, uh, "Oh, it's that backpack on you that's making you bitch about about the walk." Uh, you chubby, that's the issue. No, none of that was the issue. It wasn't my weight, wasn't the weight of the backpack, wasn't even really the fact that I was sweaty wearing jeans in a, in a fucking dense-ass humid nature trail. No, it was exclusively the fact that this is a, one of the few holidays I actually try to enjoy. And because I didn't know what the ARB was, I agreed to some shit I deeply regretted being part of. Normally, I love nature trails, man. I love that shit. I love taking weed into, into the woods and going on walks and smoking the bud as I walk around. Shit like that. But, you know, just this one, the only time that these guys ever decide to go to go into this nature path that I've never even heard of before, but they said they do it all the time, is Hash Bash. Funny side is, later on, you know, my brother was talking to my mom. My mom told me about this because she was like, you know, John thought it was really funny. I was like, what? Because I told her. I was like, I feel kind of bad because I bitched so much. I should have probably just enjoyed the day out with my nephew, my brother, and my other brother. And so I kind of bitched about it. And she was like, oh, we thought it was funny. Because he knew you were trapped and you didn't know how to get out of the fucking woods because you didn't know that area. So we thought it was just really funny that you were stuck with him. And I immediately quit feeling bad about bitching. I just feel bad because my nephew was there. And my nephew doesn't always get to spend days with me and my brother. Or my brother and slash his dad. You you get it. My nephew, my brother's kid. So I felt, I feel bad for bitching. So I'm, next time I see him, I'm going to be like, hey, buddy, sorry your uncle was a little whiny cunt who took away a little bit of your enjoyment that you could have had with, like, your dad and family. He's who I feel bad for. I feel like I robbed my nephew because I could have just had fun at least for his sake. And then it could have been, he could have just had fun thinking everybody there was having fun. Because he, at the end of the day, when we were splitting up so I could head towards work and they were going back into the woods, he, uh, bless him too, like, great kid, cool guy, like, cool kid. It's funny, I'm calling my 13-year-old nephew a cool guy, but he is, he's fucking dope, coolest motherfucker out there. He came up to me, he was like, hey man, it was really cool hanging out with you, sorry you didn't get to celebrate Hash Bash the way you did and they gave you all that shit back there. And I was like, nah, you're good, man. It's never really you that, that, that gives me an issue, it's usually just your old man who gives me some shit. But, you know, he's my older brother. I'm the little brother. That's sort of the eternal rule of our relationship is uh, giving each other shit. Though, hey, to our credit, man, we haven't actually thrown hands with each other in, like, two years. So that's always a plus. Usually we throw hands a few times a year. But I don't know, man. I think we both are just kind of maturing, you know. 2020 shook us in a pretty hard way. So we're both kind of just like, fuck it, you know. Might as well enjoy the company we have while we have it. Oh, and your boy's kind of, uh, kind of, uh, she lives farther away than I want, but everything else about her is really cool. Uh, <coughs> I mean, like, everything else about her is pretty cool. I mean, she's a... She's a little blue pilled for uh for my usual liking. 
But she's not entirely blue-pilled. Like, she's not fully progressive. I'd say she probably falls a little bit more on, like, the libertarian left side of things. But she thinks she's sort of socialist. After talking to her, I kind of realized she's socialist in the I wanted to vote for Bernie Sanders kind of way. Not the I want to put your family in a gulag and starve them to death gulag archipelago style kind of socialist. So very westernized, very much actually, you know, pretty far left libertarian, like as far left as you can go with a libertarian-esque stance. She's not really a progressive socialist, but, you know, who am I to tell her that? Because we, there's a lot of common ground between us on our pol political talks, and we've, shit, we've actually spent the last three or four nights together talking until we just fell asleep, which is pretty cool. Uh, plus, man, everything that I'm looking for physically is there. Everything I'm looking for on, like, a, an emotional supportive level seems to be there. On a conversation level seems to be there. And as long as the person's chill and we have different, different, differing opinions, differential opinions on some shit, I like it. You know, you don't want to marry somebody you're super aligned with. Otherwise, conversations get kind of boring and samey-samey. You find someone whose, like, core values are the same, for the most part. And, you know, they're willing to be cool and discuss differences. And then just discuss where their stances are. Not necessarily sell or convince you of their political opinion being the best. Because there's no such thing as a perfect political ideology. I'm down for it. Even if you're more left-leaning than I am. And to be fair, anarchists are kind of... Every time I score, uh, every time I take a, a political compass test, I always find myself, like, uh, libertarian towards authoritarian. And I don't know where that weird twang comes from. It's like driving a car without a timing change. It shouldn't be possible, but there it is. And I think I know where that authoritarian side of me comes from because I want to, like, be authoritarian over governing, governing bodies, not the citizenry of the country, but, like, the governance of the country. I want to be, like, fucking Hitler, too. Not necessarily I want to kill him, but, like, demand strict obedience from them. Basically, I think politicians should make minimum wage and ugh, be absolutely batshit terrified all hours of the day. Like, I don't want people to not want to be politicians. I want people to just kind of find themselves in that role, if that makes sense. Because in that kind of setup, you know, you get people who want to become politicians because they want to do good, or alternatively people who just happen to be good at politics accelerated in that field. Didn't really want to be there. That's kind of what I like. I like my politicians who don't want to be politicians. Ah. Jesus, how long is this recording? Has it been a half hour? Can I wrap this episode up? Ooh, 14 minutes on already. Ooh, we're getting pretty close. Let's see what I got. It doesn't have to be a half hour, you know. I just kind of like aiming for a half hour at bare minimum. 25 minutes for a barely passing time limit. I'm just a little over that, so. Might as well just kind of shoot the shit for a little while. I got a couple of other episodes in the shoot that I really just kind of need to finish recording. You know, and get it out there. I don't think it's actually the idea of recording podcasts that puts me off. I can talk for fucking ever, really. It's the, I know I'm going to go back and re-listen to my podcast, so I know where I fucked up. And I always find a billion things that I 
Wish I didn't say. But I figured, fuck it, you know. <laughs> Let me just fill this last little bit of this episode up with like random shit. So I might as well start listening to some podcasts that I enjoy. Because, you know, your boy gets his politics for more than just C-SPAN, dog. I live in a black neighborhood. I can use urbanics. Niggas. Get two black friends. Take two black friends to Paris. I was told I could not, I could not continue this joke. <laughs> Anyone knows that reference. Not the Niggas in Paris album, but the actual source where that joke I just made came from. You get nothing other than my respect. Which isn't worth very much. <laughs> Whoa. What the fuck? Forgive the uh, sudden alarms and shit. It was literally nothing. Aside from an emergency alert test at fucking midnight. I have never... I have never had one done that late before. And I am someone who sat up all day. Every day. For an entire lifetime. And watch TV. I've never seen a, a midnight fucking test of the emergency alert system. <laughs> Man, if I was a president, I would make use of that. They have all the executive orders and warnings. They could get out so much quicker to us if the president went on the emergency broadcast network. We're going to war. Now listen, I'm uh, only going to say this once, and I hope I'm clear. We're bombing brown people. I didn't blow in Monica, but I blew up that brown bitch. Literally just the last politician, am I not right? Like, every politician is basically just, I kill brown people. The brown people. Brown people. Monica. I wonder how good those impressions actually are when I look back. They're gonna be garbage, and you're probably not gonna be able to tell the difference between them. Uh, but I've been talking about Jordan Peterson. Maybe I'll do that on camera. Bloody listen. Ah, fuck, I can't do it on demand. If I just kind of... Think of the idea for a joke, and I just go gun ho with it. I, and I don't think about actually how to do the impression. I can do a pretty good Jordan Peterson. It's basically Ray Romano or Kermit the Frog at a higher octave. I'm not even really kidding. But you gotta make sure you get that Kermit. That Kermit. Lobsters. Twelve rules for life. I'm a red skull Nazi. Ah, it's garbage. That one's garbage. Damn it! I actually did it earlier. I just need to practice how to actually just slip into it naturally. Start doing impressions on, on this podcast. Really drive home. Or drive away all these handfuls of listeners I got. Oh, so I don't really have a good a measurement for uh, how big my audience is. Because uh, I log into, you know, main anchor. And it's like 100, 200, 300 listeners one day. I refresh the page a couple hours later. It's like four list four estimated audiences for so I'm not sure if they're like people listening in that couple hour period or if it's not really good at just tallying up uh um you know if it's not good at tracking your growth on other platforms because I'm on like 30 platforms I'm all I'm on 
every podcast platform from the A-list to the Z-list. I'm on pretty much every alternative media that's besides BitChute and, uh, um, 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 uh, Daily Motion? Is it Daily Motion? No, it's not Daily. Rumble. Rumble. I'm on Rumble. I actually might have a Daily Motion account for some reason. I have a MySpace account. I have, uh, you have some weird accounts in places you would not expect to find me. Or you probably would. Most people would probably start to find me a lot of places that pop up. Sorry about that. I'm sure there's some that might catch people off guard. What is the importance of this right now? There is no importance to anything. At all in life. Ever. Because we will all die and turn into dust. Cosmically, eventually. Theoretically, we already are all cosmic stardust. In a sentient form. Earth is obliterated, we sort of just restart that cycle and become sentient material for other organic material later on. Perhaps not sentient. Thinking atoms are so fucking small, you know, you can fact check me on this. We have atoms in us from celebrities that are dead. Like, uh, right now kids are being born and they have uh, atomic atoms from Michael Jackson in them. Uh, just everybody has, like... You know, any given person could have in one body the atomic atoms that were once in Elvis, King Ramsey, uh, Miley Annopolis, George Carlin, Opie or Anthony, any of these other motherfuckers, really anyone, is my point. Uh, in the man, they wouldn't know because how small atoms are and the constant inhaling, exhaling nature of them. I've never had one done that late before. What the fuck? And I am someone who sat up hmm. all day. Every day. For an entire lifetime. So you know how I say anchor is bushy? This is what I mean. I've never seen a, a see, midnight see? See? It's not, it's not just me. This is literally system. playing on the background. We're just going to show up. The technical difficulties seem to have been fixed. Just play that fucking outro music. Um. What was I saying? Oh, so I'll just throw a couple of these out real quick. Uh, great podcast. Yeah, I'm not gonna go actually listen to some podcasts I fuck with. Uh, part of the problem with uh, Dave Smith. Probably one of my all-time favorites. Uh, You're welcome with Michael Malice. Then again, a lot of the podcasts I do discover are because he's a guest on them, and I follow that motherfucker around a lot. <laughs> I don't necessarily agree with everything he says, but for the most part, I think he's probably one of the most on-the-ball people. Uh, Tim Cast, uh, Tim Cast IRL, ninety-nine percent invisible. Uh, Welcome to Night Vale. Surprise. That was a Homestuck podcast I used to fuck with, but they don't post anymore. Then again, I don't think people really fuck with that many of them. Yeah, I'm like the only person that was in like the Homestuck community, in the Homestuck community, that got red, that walked out red pilled. Seems like a lot of people I was talking to Homestuck with back in the day are all very blue pillians, alphabet people. Uh, JRE, but side note, I actually don't watch the JRE. Stop listening to the JRE. Don't even go to it on Spotify. Don't. I don't even watch the highlights anymore. 
I, I unsubscribe from the clip channel. Because uh, I have no respect for Joe Rogan anymore. You know, if should this podcast ever blow up and I go on there, unless something drastically changes, I'm going to just end up having to stand by this when I get called out for it. And be like, yeah, no, Joe Rogan, buff bitch with a mean kick. Really. He took fuck you money deal and sold his soul. Literally. There's like, what, 43 episodes removed? 42 episodes removed from Spotify that they're just not going to host anymore that also aren't... You know, on YouTube anymore, and re-uploads of them get taken down. The Alex Jones ones are gone. This the poor, the the Porton the Porton Jordison, Jeterson, oh Jordan Peterson ones, uh, deleted. Uh, the Tim Pool versus Jack Dorsey one I hear is gone. And then it goes down the list. Milo's gone. Uh, Gavin McGinnis is gone, which sucks too because I didn't know Gav Gavin was on there until much later on after it had already been removed. Uh, they're removing more episodes, and Joe Rogan's like, oh, well, they don't have any way to, you know, you know, they're not censoring me. I, I can still interview whoever I want. Yeah, they are. They're completely censoring you. If anything you upload can be taken down whenever you want, and your team can't get it back, as it's already been confirmed, apparently, then you are being censored. You sold out your podcast. And how many people, right? Like, just think about it. How many people don't listen to the Joe Rogan podcast anymore? How small is his actual core audience became because of this i don't know, listen to him on spotify i used to just watch the clip channel and then i was then you know it was that then it was like wow there's some 13 episodes gone uh that, that are uploaded articles are coming out about it and jordan was like oh yeah they'll be we're just moving the best top 200 or top 500 of them over first you know really get the audience over there watching like like it's like a brand new release and everybody's excited to rewatch like it's a new thing <laughs> no, no one is. I mean, sure, there are people who, of course, use Spotify for music and podcasts, and they're going to just listen over there any fucking way. But I guarantee you, the people who are, like, the actual number of active listeners listening to Joe Rogan and the people commenting on the, on the uploads has shrank. You look at the comments on Jerry clip uploads, it's a lot of people saying, like, man, I wish I could watch the whole episode listen to the whole episode and that just goes to show me they know they can they just don't want to download that app I don't blame them Jordan's not worth listening to at that in that capacity plus Jordan's kind of a fucking chameleon and you know this is fine I'm talking shit on somebody more successful than uh, than me and that's absolutely true but at least I'm punching up whereas Jordan's totally punched down before oh no not really I can't think of an example of top of my head that's talking shit most likely I feel like I remember him talking down, like, uh, punching down. I'm not talking down, but punching down in the past. But I can't think of anyone that comes to mind specifically right now. That dude's for sure going to go down in, the, like, the Broadcasters Hall of Fame. And he definitely should. He deserves his place there. He also deserves his place in, like, the Sports Hall of Fame for, like, commentary on UFC stuff. For sure, for sure. You know, I'm not saying Joe Rogan hasn't earned anything of what he has. It's just sad to see him sell out to Spotify like that. And people are going to say, like, oh, he didn't sell out. My brother says he didn't sell out. He totally has. He Episodes are being deleted. He can't seem to get them uploaded again. All of his shit on YouTube's gone, and he said it was on YouTube's going to stay on YouTube. That turned out to not be true. And then he started saying the only place. Like, listen to, like, uh, if you can find the old ad reads on the episodes before they uh, anyway, re-upload them. Originally, he said... Uh, you can still watch previous episodes of the Joe Rogan Experience 
on YouTube, but new releases will only be, but new episodes will start being released exclusively on Spotify starting in December or something rather, and then it became, uh, the only, like download Spotify so. Spotify will be the only place to watch the Joe Rogan podcast in its entirety and it's like wow really and it just seems like every little step of the way Joe Rogan's probably just bending the knee like he's like putting up like a spine like standing up puffing his chest out and then they're just punching him in the fucking gut with like a contract or whatever the fuck they got on him I don't know it's, it's kind of sad because Joe Rogan was really like the gateway into my podcasting world no that's not true that's not true now that I'm thinking about it, the original podcast I the original podcasts I watched were, um, uh, I think the first thing I ever searched to find a fucking podcast was Ego Raptor, when I was like twelve, and I had and they had they had just found out who he was because my friend had told me like, hey dude, we're in computer lab, check out check out Newgrounds. I was like, oh really? And I did, and I was like ten, and then Ego Raptor popped on the scene like a year or two later. With like uh, Metal Gear Awesome or Metal or Gears of Awesome, Metal Gear Awesome, one of the two. M Metal Gear Awesome, I think. Uh, Gears of Awesome or it was like an old Oni, Oni NG or Oni NY upload, whatever the fuck. Dude, Oni was doing this shit before Aaron was. No one, no one actually gives him credit for it. I don't think. I think in the industry and like people who run those those circles do, but in the general populace, they don't really. Just kind of a shame. Oh, God, I'm just showing my fucking age. <laughs> fucking Newgrounds. Then again, it's not really that impressive talking about Newgrounds. Like, back in the day when I talked about my shit on 4chan, people were like, oh, people like, who, who act over on 4chan a lot were either like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, or they were like, no fucking clue what you're talking about, man. But do you know about this thread? And there would be some other kind of, like, off-the-wall shit that I didn't know about. And I'd be like, no, I didn't know about that happening. But now with like channels like Wang, Wang's a great channel, don't get me wrong. But, you know, it's like, oh, well, everybody knows all these 4chan stories, so people just pretend to, to have been there. I actually fucking was, though. I'm an old fag. People just pretend to be new fags. They're not even fags at all. It's like, what the fuck? I don't know. And then, uh, there was that other podcast. It was, uh, this is an old, old one. Stop texting me. Uh, anyway. You ever just see that meme where it's like, my phone, uh, my friends, there's like, get texts from my friends when I'm at school and it shows his phone getting no pic, no text and it's like, my friends text me when I'm f free and able to talk and it still shows no text. God, I wish. Sometimes I just wish. I just wish it was me in those pictures in that meme. Uh, that's not true. I guess people just quit talking to me in general after like the first week or two. I'd be really sad. Like, okay, now I'm kind of lonely. It's, it's settling in. Uh, anyway. Uh, it was like Kachow, Lapau, I think it was Kachow, or is that the Lightning McQueen thing? Wachow. I think it was, is it Wachow? It was like a sound effect, 
and it had on like a dude named like uh, Shabby Cat, Shabby Fox, Shady Fox, Shabby, Shady, some shit. And he'd have on like new ground people, like he'd have on like Aaron or Eagle Raptor, he'd have on uh. <laughs> I don't really know a whole lot like old Fortune great uh knew a lot like the Fortune like uh fucking knew a lot like the new ground games like Pico and shit. Pico and that girl in the pink dress, so her game where she plays Russian roulette. Uh, I played all those games, but I don't really put watch a whole lot of the anime shit. I watched it all leaked to YouTube. Like a good filthy Gen Z or early Gen Z or Oh, that was weird. Glitched out for a second. Um <clears throat> So yeah, I watched that podcast a lot. Then there was a, uh, this is kind of embarrassing. There was one called like the Sonic Radio or whatever the fuck, and all they did was play songs from. It was like a, an actual. Radio show with like a host and everything, and occasionally the host would be replaced with like a voice actor from like the Sonic series, and they would introduce songs and playlists and shit, and that was kind of cool. Um, what else? Oh, uh, it wasn't really a podcast per se, but you could get in the podcast area. It was like a Doctor Who audio adventure podcast, but it was like an American cast voice actor. And like the doctor had, uh, instead of being like British and posh, different, these different doctors were more, uh, um, I don't know. There was a clear difference in like the approach. One was, uh, like this doctor wasn't shy about violence he just didn't like partaking in it but he totally knew he'd be like oh man if i have to fucking uh, get involved violently i'm gonna have to get involved violently and the same i guess it i hate to get back into politics but it's kind of very politically the difference uh uh there's like an egyptian story and the egyptian one kind of tells better what i mean because it's an exact uh, so the it's like uh the pyramids on mars or whatever the fuck it's called and, uh, there's, like, an exploration... Actually... I think the space crew that went on Mars was called Space Z or something. Space Y. Mmm. Simpsons predicted it kind of vibe suddenly. Anyway, they find these pyramids on Mars, and they're, like, inspecting them, and this chick gets sucked into, like, a, a portal into, like, the realm of the Egyptian gods. If you've never watched Doctor Who, you're like, what the fuck? On Mars? Okay. But if you watch the show, you're like, oh, pretty standard. Well, well then what? Uh, normal standard shit happens. Shows up, big blue phone box shows up uh, coincidentally. Actually, I don't think it's blue in this version of it. Or I think it's a different style of phone box. Like, they reference it being different, like, with a... Uh, Instead of doors that push in, they slide them over. So it might just be like a New York style, like a Bill and Ted phone box or some shit. There's like mild tweaks to it that aren't... It's not wholly different. Like if you remove the intro and any reference to me called The Doctor, you probably would still pick up on it being a Doctor Who episode. And you'd probably think it's official. The audio quality was good. The special effects were good. Anyway. Uh, and, I, and I listened to... Uh, like I watched the old... like. I think it's Tom Baker, the scarf. No, it wasn't Tom Baker. It was the other Baker. Colin Baker, who played the Doctor. Uh, not the scarf one, the other Baker. Anyway, I was like, his Doctor. 
and he like brains his way through it because he doesn't want to like get involved in like the affairs of like these aliens who call themselves the Egyptian gods. He just wants to like get his uh, friend back and get this other uh, adventurer out of this realm and back to safety. This doctor's like he purposely showed up because someone was abducted. And he picked it up, and it's like, well, you know, you took them against their will, and I gotta go fucking straighten this shit out. And the whole reason he gets involved in the first place, instead of just fucking off, is because it's like somebody's fucking humans right, human rights are violated. So he's like, well, they fucked around. They're about timey want me find out. I made a fucky wucky. So the doctor goes in, and like this doctor doesn't carry like a gun or anything. It was kind of badass as I think that might be now, in hindsight. It's like a... He doesn't use a sonic screwdriver very often, because he's more willing to use like blunt force to get through shit. Uh, and instead of like using his brains and knowing history, he like uses like psychology and reason. Not, not, not reason, he uses like a... Just watch it. Type in uh, Doctor Who, and it will say, like, this is an American production in, in the comments. You'll know what I mean. If you listen to it, you'll, you'll pick up on, like, oh, oh, I see what he meant when he said this is, like, the Western. Like, if the Doctor landed in America instead. Like, dude sounds pretty standard, like a, like a normal dude would, but the way he talks is very more, is a lot more, like, very more, is a lot more Western than it is British. And so on. Uh, his uh, the way he approaches shit is less desperate to be peaceful and more willing to be peaceful. If that make that makes any sense. So I prefer like I actually still will occasionally, if I see it or I think of it, I'll check in on this on these on that version of the Doctor Who podcast. They haven't uploaded in like two and a half years, so I haven't listened since then. But I don't know if it lasts like a couple years before they quit upload it, I would pop in and listen to some episodes even after I quit watching the show. Just because I like the independent take on shit. Uh, so those are based on my earlier podcasts, but these days, you know, all the podcasts I really be fucking with are, uh, like I said, Tincast, RRL, Oh, You're Welcome with Michael Malice, Dave Smith. Uh, Dave Smith's fucking uh, part of the problem. You have Adamcast, I like that. Um, Meat Cannon, the animation channel, they have a podcast, and it's pretty good. Uh, the Oni podcast is pretty alright. I would not listen to a Game of Grumps podcast. They might even have that. I, I wouldn't know. Not my thing. Oh no, this is Game Grumps. I don't. Fuck them. I'm not in high school anymore. If you're over 20-something and you're still watching Let's Plays, like... Predominantly, it's one thing to check in. Check in. Like, also, I'll watch a Let's Play for like a fighting game I'm into and shit like that. Like, I'm not saying all Let's Plays, but if you're watching Let's Plays on the same level you're watching like high school, like you were in high school, grow up a little. You know? No, that's not fair. It doesn't really matter, actually. I'm just talking a lot of shit just because I quit watching Let's Plays for the most part. I might pop in and watch. Like a Markiplier or a PewDiePie. PewDiePie I still watch pretty decent. I watch quite often, but he doesn't do just Let's Plays anymore. He's going back into it more often with Let's Plays, sadly. <sighs> Even that kind of feels lackluster, doesn't it? 100 million subs. 
over 100 million subs now. No one really talks about him on mainstream. Even half a million, you know, half of 100 million people don't even watch his fucking content. Like that meme. You know what? I'm curious. PewDiePie should get a podcast. I would totally watch PewDiePie's podcast. Let's see. Are you still wearing great? Let's see what's over here. Oh, wow. Okay. 109 million subscribers. Uh, in 11 hours, he's gotten... Wow, what is that background? Uh, 11 hours, in 11 hours, he's gotten 1.3 million. In one day, he'll get 3.1 million. Two days ago, 3.1 million. 2.4. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he breaks 4 million. Oh, no, there's a 4 broken. There's 4 broken, but you gotta go damn near a month back. Uh, two weeks ago, or now hitting 4 million. Let's see. How far do I have to go back before he hits 5 million? Uh, two months ago, he hits 5 million with I Hate Kids. But it's a little why, so that makes sense. Let's see. No, I want to see what his overall channel view is. Double Moons, G Fuel, Forest G Fuel, Outer Minds. Outer Minds. Razor? He's, he's, got, he's subscribed to Razor. He has a code thing with Razor. Jesus. 26. 27 billion views. And his about says, I make videos. Join 2010. God. What a different world, man. 2010? What is this? JoJo Big PP Adventure. I, I'd wear I'd, I'd wear that. Jojo is pretty, pretty much a gay anime. Anyway, this has been long enough, man. This is like my longest episode yet, and it's also the most unplanned episode yet. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I've been your host, of course, James Madison, and you've been listening to what is still, for now, Inside Four Walls.